The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Separated your deep ball from everybody else. My deep ball, it has a little secret sauce to it, man. <laughs> I never get too high, never get too low, but just keep moving. The, the whole story is Carlos never beat me in any kind of sports in, in, in high school. Welcome to the Orange is the New Black Podcast. I'm your host, Ace Boogie, joined by my co-host, Zim. Zim, say what's up? Hello, world. How's everybody doing this evening? We are post-OTAs. I'm still turned, still ready to do this. I'm pumped. We got my man, Luke. No. Am I pronouncing it correctly? There's no other way to do it, and you're nailing it. Okay. No. I just no. wanted to say that one time. Well, anyway, we got Luke on here. Big, big time Bengals fan. Big time SNL guy. Big time just the man. So <laughs> I thought it was really, really dope that he had some time for us. Uh, and I don't know why he's coming on our show, but I guess we're doing something right. So Luke, talk to you the people. Why? Guys. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Sim. Uh, love, love y'all. Got, y'all show. Have been a fan from afar. Have been a lurker for a while. Um, but I tell you what. Now I, I waited to hit you guys up until after OTAs, which is right now, as of this moment, is the official start of the longest dead zone of Bengals news of the year. So now is the time for uh, you know Cincinnati comedian to to swoop in and, and give his hot takes. No, that's facts. And you're repping the new stripes. Which jersey do you have on, Luke? T. Higgins. Got the, yes, sir. Got the fresh Higgins. And I don't remember what it was, but when I bought it, there were the two options. There was like a get the new jersey or here's one that's $30 more. Get that one. And I was like, give me the give me the expensive one. I don't know what's different about it, but I want it. Facts, facts. You can't go wrong with T. Just like, like let's get right to that though. What are your what are your expectations from the wide receiver core before I even get into the background? Let's go straight into the Bengals stuff. Let's just get right into it because, like you said, we got a dead spot. People still want to talk football heavy. What are your expectations yep. from a reception standpoint? Maybe a, a yards reception type of thing from our wide receiver core, particularly T. Higgins. I mean, if you look at the breakdown of the targets last year, we had a pretty evenly dispersed top three. I mean, AJ obviously ate up a bunch of targets and didn't have the year that we all wanted him to have. But the dude still had like over 100 targets. I'm hoping that they can do a similar thing where they, you know, where where we're seeing our top three best boys getting fed, you know. But hopefully, hopefully we're not having to – feed these guys a hundred targets each. Like hopefully we feed Joe Mixon a little bit and hopefully he stays healthy for the whole year. Hopefully we're not having to sling the ball 60 times a game. You know, who knows? Maybe Zach Taylor will do this thing where he's like, Oh, we have tight tight ends are a position. 
we can throw it to them once or twice a game. Who knows? You know, we don't do that at, at really ever. You know, there's there's not a place for them. But our I think our our receiver core is so nasty. It's like I'm I'm so excited. No, nah, that's facts, man. Everybody's been talking about the wide receiver position. Uh, I just went on AFC North Talk and talked about how the Bengals had the number one uh, wide receiver uh, corp in the division. They all agree. I mean, it's it's the most exciting part of this football team. They agree. They ended up – well, the only one that didn't agree, of course, was the Squealers fans. So, okay. you know, okay. what are you going to do who, with who that? Who do you think? Who did he? He know? said the Squealers. He Who said the Squealers had the, the He said he here. had the third best wide receiver core because he doesn't take. I, I thought he would be like the Browns have the best. Like I think the Browns are like the only no. one that you could make an argument for. No, 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 no. I got Squealers ahead of ahead of Browns though. Really? I mean, Deontay Johnson has a lot of drops, but he's super dynamic. Then Claypool sure. had an excellent rookie season, and then sure. Juju is you know. Probably top ten slot receiver in the NFL. So there, there are Bell's doormat as well. Uh, I mean, we got that highlight, but you know, like I don't want to take that away from him. I hope people don't think I'm showing them too much love. I'm just being real. No. I think that no, I'm, I, I hear you. They, they hear got you. hella talent. On. I, in contrast, the Browns had they just had OBJ or just one guy in the playoffs. I think they would have won the playoff game against the Chiefs. They won their first round, but. I know, but the Chiefs, though. I, but yeah. you're right. You're but right. Chiefs with no Mahomes. They had no weapons. You're right. They had yeah. no weapons. But, Luke, let's talk about Bengals and, like, how did you become a Bengals fan? Yeah. Tell the people where you're from, like, that that from, type of from, deal. And when and how early were you attached to the Bengals? For sure. As you guys know, there's no reason to root for this team unless you were cursed to be born near it, right? There's no one who's like, you know what? I got my pick of the litter. I got 32 teams. I'm playing Madden. I'm like, let's let's scroll to the one that has the worst stats in Madden. That's my that's my team. So no, I'm from Westchester. Went to Lakota East. Shout out to the Thunderhawks. Point to the cam. Thunderhawks Thunder out Hawks. there. Uh, we suck and we always will suck. Um, no. But, uh, <laughs> The, the, I mean, any Cincinnati sports, especially like for our generation, I don't know how old y'all are. I'm 30. I've never seen any of our teams do anything fun, um, but it's it's part of it, man. It's part of it. Like anytime, like I live in L.A. now. I've lived in, you know, Chicago and New York. And anytime I tell people that I'm a Bengals fan, it's like I'm telling them that I have a terminal illness. And they're like, that sucks, man. That really, that sucks, man. I'm like, it's part of it. Someday, someday it'll all pay off. Someday it's all gonna pay off. Facts, facts. So, so I, I was actually help. gonna, I was actually gonna ask you that. Are there any Bengals fans in Hollywood? Because they claim that George Clooney is a Bengals fan, but do you run into like any yeah, of them? Because really. like, I'm in Florida, so like it's hard for me to run into Bengals fans myself. But when I do, it's like an instant connection. I, I'm the same way. I feel like I'm always on the lookout for 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 Bengals fans. And I feel like I, I uh, do a lot of stand up. That's how I, you know, pay the bills these days is doing stand up. And there's a there's a handful of stand up comedians out here uh, that root for the Bengals. I don't know if I rattled them off. You probably wouldn't know them. But there there's some funny people that 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 root Bengals. But send them my way. Like, send them my way. I got I, I want to know these people like what, off air. Like send me a list of some people. Definitely. Definitely. There, you know, there's dozens of of Bengals fans out there. You know what I mean? Like, so well, Gary Owen is is the is probably the biggest comedian Bengal fan that that I think we all know, besides yourself. Oh, hey, if if I'm if I'm the the high watermark, that's not a great sign. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I'll tell you what. But look, Ace, Ace, when when Ace said, "Do you know any other fans?" I saw you look up like, "Damn, like." Ain't too many of them, but you know when you were talking about like the pick of the litter, like that's why everybody looks at me like I'm a super weirdo because I am not from Cincinnati and I am a huge Bengals fan. And why I did, did you do this to yourself? I did exactly what you did. Like I don't know. I feel like there's so much pain, and I feel like my life is a little bit of you know it was pain, and you, you, it's kind of like a parallel, and I'm just living through it. And so, like you I said, you. when you win it, it's not going to be a greater championship than that because of the the pitfalls of, of Cincinnati sports. Um, and the funny, the, I guess the most fun team I saw was 2000 Bearcats basketball. That's, that's like my favorite team, but. That, Where are you from, Zim? I'm from DC. 
Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> he's like, what in the hell are you doing on here? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yep, I, mean, I, would, I wouldn't want to root for that team either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, growing up though, when I we're around the same age group, uh, growing up, my parents had some killer ass parties. Like, because you got to think, eighty, what was that? Eighty two. I mean, I mean, ninety two. I'm tripping. Uh, like that's that's their Super Bowl run. So I remember there were epic parties at my house, but it wasn't enough to make me become a Washington football team fan. Tell you um, what, man. I yeah, I've lived in enough cities now that I've seen. Like I lived in Chicago for multiple years. Like I, I lived um, there when they won two Stanley Cups. I lived two blocks away from Wrigley when they when the Cubs won it all. I was <clears throat> I've been in other cities like L.A. They the Dodgers won, the Lakers won during the bubble. I've been and seen all these other cities get to win a championship. And I was like, the only thing that I think would was more insane was the Cubs. I'm like, I don't think Cincinnati would be able to top the Cubs, but I'm like, if the Bengals ever win a Super Bowl, Cincinnati's going to burn to the ground. I'm pretty sure. I, I, I hope in a good way, but yeah, well, let's have some contained fires in here, a good Luke. way. In, in a, a good, good way. Like we'll, be, we'll be eating. We'll be eating the horse poop and stuff <laughs> like they did in Philly. <laughs> it's funny you said that though i consider myself a capitals fan and i was there at their championship parade i'm not a big nationals fan i was there at their parade wasn't really a big deal for me at all it was Dude, nothing compared a- to like a cincinnati what i what i imagine in my mind a, a Bengals you know championship to be it's hilarious that you mentioned that because i actually had a stand-up gig in dc the night the Nationals won Game Seven of the World Series. <laughs> hey, where, Charlie? Where were you? Where were you at? <clears throat> it was this little comedy club near, like, where the um, what is it called? The people from other countries. There's like a whole row of a million embassies. It's like an embassy okay. row. There's a little comedy club that's like up some. It's upstairs. I forget what it's called. I was, about to say, I was just something. about to say, is it downstairs, the Laughing House, or something <clears throat> like that? It's, not, it's something like that. I we'll you talk know, about it. But all I know is I probably you know. I'm I'm not selling theaters, but I, I you know when I do comedy clubs, I saw that there was like 70 refunds or something, and I was like, oh my god, what did I do? Like, what's going on? It was torrentially raining, and I got to the club in DC, and the guy was like, it's Game Seven of the World Series. No, like no one's coming to your show, and I was like, that makes what me is, feel better. <laughs> what is that like though? Like, tell people like for anybody that's watching this right now that's never done stand up. Like, what are some of the things that you? I think when you get out there to a stage, is it better for a lit ass crowd, or is it better in a situation where you could kind of practice some of your craft? Oh, I mean, you always want a hot crowd. You always want, <clears throat> especially if it's a comedy club where people paid to see you there. It's always fun. It's always good. In L.A., there's no harm, no foul. If I'm looking to try something out for the first time, working some stuff out, you then I maybe don't want to do it for the first time in front of a paying crowd of people that are there to see me. I'll be like the guest that drops in and does 15 minutes and maybe is working some shit out a little bit. You know what I mean? I don't know if I'm right. ready to curse. Sorry. No, you're good. But um, I don't know if it's like a YouTube thing. You never know. Sometimes they're like, great now we're demonetized you know whatever <laughs> just but, do it yeah, null it out null it out null it out baby uh yeah man it's always good to have a, a hot crowd like just had my first club weekend back in austin uh two weeks ago and texas is done giving a crap about about the old pandemic they're they're <laughs> real done with it so i was like this is great feels like old times Nice, nice. So you talked about um, your comedy career you're doing stand-up and stuff like that you went to ohio university what like made you want to chase your dreams? Because Zim is always talking about chasing your dreams. You're obviously chasing your dreams. What made you get into comedy? And, uh, you know, how is it like living out your dreams now currently? You know, it's because, you know, coach didn't put me in at States. Otherwise, I'd be, you know, tight end for the Jacksonville Jaguars right now. But <laughs> instead, another path opened up for me. And I was like, I got to hit this. I got to hit this hole and hit it hard. Uh, but in college... You know, I went to OU, OU, oh yeah, go Bobcats, Cardiac Cats, Maction. Um, you know, not a sports school at all. But uh, if you, I, I don't know if you all have ever been to Athens, Ohio. It's a great, very, very good time in, out in Athens. There's, it's, uh, there's nothing to do but drink. No one is above the age of 23, and there's two cop cars for the whole town. So it's great. It's great. Sweet. There's just no cops at all. Just, uh, that sounds like they're ready to, like, get pull me over to meet their quota and get some tickets ready or something, though. 
Oh, there's there's always some bullshit going on, but it's around <laughs> Halloween drinks, in Athens, but drinks, exactly. ladies, ticket money, citation money for the city. I got nabbed. I got nabbed uh, underage, and I was 20 years old, and I was a junior and living off anyway. But I was in school, uh, and I was doing stand up stuff and improv and sketch, uh, and you know, kind of caught the bug, and I, you know. Had a pretty good group of people there and I got got to kind of what you were saying, Zim, before. Like, I got to have a lot of at-bats, you know what I mean? I got in college. It was a great place to just, like, get up a bunch, cut your teeth, be on stage all the time. And then kind of caught the bug and was like, where do I want to move to if I was going to try to take a run at this? And I went initially, I was like, I want to do improv stuff for now. Um, and so... Chicago is the name of the game for improv. Okay. Uh, that's like Mecca for improv. So Second City, you know, IO Theater. There's a bunch of big um bunch of bunch of big improv stuff going on there. And SNL always they they come out and they fly out and they see people, improvisers and stuff. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'll move to Chicago. And it doesn't it's it's like the big city version of Cincinnati. You know what I mean? Like you move, you know, I grew up in Cincinnati and was like I always thought of it as the city. And then I went to Chicago and I was like, oh, this is, a, this is a city. This is a real city. I was like, not that Cincinnati's not a city, but it's like, this is a, this is for real. Um, but yeah, it was like, I love it there because it's got that Midwest feel and they love their sports. Like, you, you know, say what you will about Chicago sports and their crap, but they, you know, it's so different living in Chicago versus LA. Like, LA, like I said, like the Dodgers won. I remember the Rams were in the Super Bowl when I first moved here. Nobody, you would never know. You would never right. know that that's because people don't care. There's other stuff going on. Whereas in the Midwest, it's all we got, baby, and we're bad at it. It's all <laughs> in, in, in Athens, like, have you gone back there anytime, like, recently or whatever? Because, of course, Joe Burrow's from Athens, right? So, what is, like, what is that like being around, you know, like, around Athens? Like now, have, when's the last time you've been there? So the last time I was in Athens was when I was moving to L.A. Oh, we were okay. driving out from New York City after I got fired from SNL. And we stopped. <laughs> My fiance and I met in, in college. So we both love Athens. Uh, you know, we stopped. We hit the main drag. You know, went to Jackie O's, which is like the, the craft beer joint in town. There's some good food in Athens, you know, for a long time, they were Athens was really cool about like not having chains on the main drag. It was all like ma and pa, you know, weird little little spots. And uh, so there's a lot of there's a lot of love in Athens there. But like when we, I remember like then like Joe being in high school when my brother was in school. You know what I mean? Like I remember like, but I just the fact that he's on the Bengals now, he that's like very much so how I assume Cleveland people feel about LeBron James and like Akron people feel about LeBron James, where it's like that's how I feel about Joe now, where I'm like, right. dude, I my Athens connection, I can't root for the guy more. Like I love him, I love him already. So that must be insane because I feel like he's like a family member of mine that I've never met. So I can't even imagine being that close to him. It's what are your thoughts on Joe Burrow? Like, just obviously, he's the biggest thing going on in Cincinnati. I mean, anytime he does anything, Cincinnati fans go crazy. What are just your thoughts about like Joey B and and what his uh, what his future looks like with the team coming back from the knee injury? I mean, I've watched you guys talk about Joe, and a lot of what you say about Joe really resonates with me. Which is like, even if the Bengals are not good this year, which let's be honest. We're probably not going to the playoffs this year. We don't know. We might. We might. But Vegas doesn't think we are, right? But guess what? Joe Burrow is our quarterback, and we're going to win some games that we that Vegas does not think we're going to win. You know for what sure. I mean? Anytime Thanks. we have this kid playing for us, we have a chance. You know? We have a chance. Every time. I'll tell you what. I've watched this team my whole life. I love Joe Burrow. I knew he, I followed him ever since he was at OSU, you know? Right. And I was like, when it, when it seemed like, oh my God, he's actually going to, like the cards are going to fall in such a way that he is going to end up on the Bengals and I'm going to get to watch this kid for hopefully 
as long of a pro career until we like burn it to the ground Carson Palmer style and he refused, you know, refuses <laughs> to play for us. That's not gonna happen. When we, but I, but who knows, man? I mean, no, if no. says anything, I hope you're right. I hope you're, you're right. right. I think it's, you're it's, right. it's a different landscape now. I, I could I, I think n- right. never say never, but I feel like it's a different landscape. But continue I, I, your I thought. Agree. I'm sorry. I would agree, but I my thought is it's hard for me to not look at my fandom, right? Right. And think like the the day we drafted him, bought the jersey. I got a Joe Burrow old version of our jersey jersey, which I feel like now is going to feel like a weird rookie card. Like <laughs> you, you know that we got like the older version of Joe. But you'll um, get a sign soon, so that's not it. I mean, work. yeah, it's coming. Come on, come on Joe. Come but, on. When Joe's watching. After him, dude. Joe's in here. Joe's in here. He's in the chat. I forgot his burner. We saw him in here one time, but he'll he'll come <laughs> back. Don't worry about it. He's got multiple. He's like Kevin Durant. He'll like start a fight in the chat with himself and forget to switch over. Right. And then, like, He's the guy that says Burrow. Uh, Baker Mayfield's better than Burrow. He he'll write that just to <laughs> just to see the reaction from it. But he he does that often. Don't worry about it. He, Joe's just yeah. Joe's just being He's, Joe. Joe's starting fires. But when we first drafted him, dude, I was like. We're gonna ruin this kid's life, and I'm like, <laughs> and, then, and then like one year later, I'm like, we've destroyed his legs, you know, like. I'm, but I'm already like, but here's the thing, I think Joe is gonna take us to the promised land. I really do. I mean, I, it, there's there's no way that we are gonna have Joe Burrow for like if they don't throw the bag at him once his rookie deal is up. Like they that's have stupid. To. I assume we will, but. He's he's gonna win us a pl- at least a playoff game, right? Like that's all right. I need at Done. this point. Done. Like, I know, I know. I want, I want to believe. I want to believe. I, I guess the one thing, that, just a couple of different thoughts that I say, like on Joe Burrow constantly, is that with Joe Burrow, you always have a chance. I say that every single every week I do a live. Joe Burrow. Right. This is the thing about Zach Taylor that I always, I even talked to Ace off camera about this. Joe Burrow instantly wins you five, six games if me and you, Luke, are the coach. Like, j- like yeah, in a yeah. in a seventeen game season, like five, six games. No, no way. Like Joe Burrow, I don't feel like Carson Palmer ever had that type of push. As good as as talented as he was, I never felt like that. Even as a young Bengal fan, like I felt like he was super, super talented, and he could be directed in the right way. Joe Burrow has a different type of command to him, where I feel like. He will make whatever the hell he wants to happen. I, I think the mental aspects of Joe Burrow. I also I, I said this on camera, too. I thought that Carson Palmer, to me, didn't put it all together in college like that last year in college or whatever. Right. But talent wise, arm like like just the size, stature, all these things. I thought Carson Palmer coming out was like the, a supreme prototypical quarterback. Joe, yep. the mental side of it is the thing that I think is the biggest difference maker and the biggest landscape changer is that when we interview free agents or when we just had an interview with Mike Daniels or different guys like that, guys now really want to come here. And because you see in basketball, these guys forming like these super teams and stuff like that, that's, that's happening true. now in football. Like with Julio going and teaming up with A.J. Brown, that's that's exactly what happens when an organization could do right by somebody and say, okay, we're going to allow you to go to a team that you like if it makes sense for us. And then Julio teamed up with his boy, A.J. Brown. I think you'll see a lot of that type of stuff with a, um, with Joe Burrow that you probably wouldn't have saw before, but you're 100% right. If the Bengals don't always go pedal to the floor, you know, getting him the pieces, then, yeah, it could be a situation like that. But I just right. – I, I can't even see that. I think Carson – I think Carson had the talent – I don't think he had the mentality, but I think that Joe can be better than Carson because, like, when Carson was here, he definitely gave us, in my opinion, the fact that we could compete against teams in the division because, like, especially when you had the Ravens back then, Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, you had the Steelers, Ben, Troy Palomalu, Joy Porter. We could go toe-to-toe with those guys, and Chad and TJ and those guys were also a part of it. But I don't think you had that with like John Kittner, right? Like John Kittner, I always joke around and people are probably gonna gonna kill me for saying this. I'm not trying to take shots at Andy Dalton, but to me, he was no. a souped up version of John Kittner. Like yeah, he had he kind of a limit. Like Carson could go to that potential next level. And I think Joe has that, but not only does he have that, 
he also has the mental fortitude that we never saw from Carson. Exactly. So like the way Carson would come back, and I'm not trying to talk about his health or anything, but the way Carson would come back from a knee injury, I feel like Joe yeah. would come back from that completely different with his mindset. I mean, Joe is out here walking out at OTAs, throwing balls, doing all kinds of stuff. You saw like, he threw the brace off? Exactly. I don't even know what Carson Did see that? that. <laughs> he threw the brace off at the end of practice. And the other See, thing Carson, is Carson, Carson had an Carson. amazing line. Like, imagine if Joe Burrow had the line that Carson Palmer had. Like, I'm not saying that I want him to have an amazing line. Like, right now, obviously, we have – I think we have a good enough line. I don't want to take shots at the line or anything like that. But it's just imagine early. if too Joe early. Burrow had that. Like, it would be insane. Like, if Joe Burrow even just had the Andy Dalton teams from 2011 through 2015, like, I Dude. think that we probably would have a Super Bowl and like – other fans look at me like I'm crazy when I say that when because I was on AFC North Talk and they ranked Joe Burrow last. And I'm like, there's no way that you can rank Joe Burrow behind a 40-year-old Ben that <laughs> fell off with nothing. And they're like, oh, but your sample size is so small. But I'm like, we Man. all saw this last way. Joe Burrow this is way. not normal. He's not right. normal. He didn't look like a rookie. Me and Zim said this off air. There was only probably two games that you could say that Joe Burrow really looked like a rookie. The right. Ravens game. And the, the first Colts game. game at the end where he threw the interception. The first game, I, I can't What was even, that, the Colts? I just looked at that game. He should have won that game. And, well, like, we should have won. Of, outside of the pitch, the Gus Farrat kind of play uh, to yeah. uh, to the defensive end there. Like, yeah. he played amazing. for To have no preseason? Right. Like, yeah, that was right insane. There. Just if you guys are coming on late, we're on here with Luke Noel. He's in here talking and being kind with his time with us today. We're going to get into some Q&A stuff. But, Luke, let uh, tell everybody where they can find you at right now before we even get into that. Where can they find you on Twitter or anywhere? Yeah, hit me. Hit me on Twitter. Hit me on the gram. Big, bigger on the gram. Uh, Luke <laughs> Noel. I pop up in there. I got the blue check, baby. Yeah. On there. Can you talk to hit them and up. give me a check, too? I need a check. I point. genuinely, and this is a hundred percent honest. I don't know how I got that check. I didn't <laughs> ask to get the check. Someone at SNL must have got it. You're a star at this point. You're a star. like. Maybe. Listen, the day that you put the Bengals jersey on and then you go on TV, you're a star. All right. So oh, he trust me. The the first... I saw he had the Hude shirt on. He he reps us heavy. Right. He reps us heavy now. So you you ready, Luke, to go into the speed round on some of these questions? We got some hard stuff for you in here. Before we go, I got to okay. chime in on the Carson Palmer and Joe Burrow thing, which is Carson really was my truest love, my first truest love that got me like believing that the Bengals might be able to do something. Same. But the but the way y'all were talking about it is true. Carson didn't, you know, I think Carson had played in a different era. Things have changed a lot since then. Carson had a absolute cannon in a way that like we've not had – a QB that had an arm like Carson. He ended up getting hurt. Not 05. I think it was 06. He, it was his shoulder or maybe 08. Might've been 08. Yeah. Uh, 08 with the elbow. Yeah. His elbow. And, and he was qu never quite insane. the same after that. Was, but dude, there was a moment there where I'm like, I feel bad for Carson, not only because of the, the Bengals organization kind of doing him dirty for, for a certain amount of time. Like I understand why he was mad, but the other thing that I thought of the other day, I was like, man, doesn't it suck that Carson Palmer and those great Ocho and like Hoosh teams had to play against, I believe, the greatest two safeties I've ever seen play football, who are Ed Reed and Troy Polamalu, four times a year. We had to play. I, I've never seen anybody since or, you know, in my right. lifetime time, come anywhere time. near those guys. Timing in life, just like you were talking about being fired from SNL, is everything. And how you rebound right. from it is even more important. Let's get into this. Nope. T. Higgins, the GOAT, says Good. vibes. So he's really feeling your jersey. T. Higgins, the GOAT, thank you for coming on here. Um, uh, Xavier was very excited about it. He said, yo, y'all got Luke Noll on here from SNL. I wanted to make sure you knew that you were a star. Look at Luke Love putting you, on, looking on uh, vintage – Bengal stuff that I can't get, so that's how you Ooh, know you're famous too. Fire. Is that airbrushed though? It looks like it. I don't even know. Is it? Is it like printed, screen printed? But oh, that's fire, bro. That is that, and, and that's that's the Ace loves tigers like that, bro. Like on <laughs> on some real. He's not even. He's not capping just for the show. Like he really likes tigers like that. I've seen him. 
Apex like, Predator, my favorite, my favorite. I mean, that's part of me being a Bengals fan. It's like it's my favorite animal, favorite team. Luke, when we get off the show, I'm gonna show you the most fire Bengals hat. I'm gonna show Ace this too. But I'm gonna show you the most. It's gonna take over the world this year. I'm gonna show y'all the Bring most fire the hat. Jumping tiger. Bring back the jumping tiger logo. That's, <laughs> you, you, you already hip. You already know what's going on. Uh, I saw a lot of questions, Ace. If you see some too. Somebody said Gary Owens with an S. His Gary Owen. I just want you to know that. Somebody asked, One what's Owen. the vibe for Burrow in L.A.? Like, do people oh, yeah. around I L.A. Saw talk that. about Joe Burrow? Here's the thing. People in L.A. don't talk about sports. The minute <laughs> I start talking about sports to anyone in the entertainment industry, they look at me like I am a chud. You know what I mean? They look at me like right. I'm like a, a total, like, wait, like clearly you're not from here if you're worried about that. I feel like right. the only thing they, dude, they don't care, especially crazy. Football. Especially they don't care about football at all. Like I can tell. I I, saw, I, no, no, uh, I was going. I go ahead. I'm sorry. The Bengals. Well, you know how they got the Chargers. LA got the Chargers, and they already right. don't care about the Rams. Uh, <laughs> I remember going and seeing a Bengal game at the Chargers the first year that they were um in LA and it was like they were playing in the LA Galaxy like 20,000 seater like a soccer stadium dude it was a Bengals home game it was like there was like 10,000 Bengal fans there and oh, I was fire it was wild dude it was hilarious though going like, through the but yeah oh go again I'm sorry I thought you were just no 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 the Rams like Rams like one of my friends he's a big Rams fan but they go to games almost like how I go to a baseball game and just drink eat and really don't even pay attention to the game that much somebody says Zim repping the Midwest barbecue yes I've been eating ribs Midwest barbecue Luke if you're ever in Ohio Midwest barbecue check them out I've been eating ribs right before Cameron no no cap I eat um so check those guys out um somebody said yeah, it's it's good. You gotta come when you come when we come to a game. We're gonna pull up at Midwest Barbecue. What Bengals game are you going to this year? So this year, so far, my bachelor party because I because I got engaged. Guys, got engaged. Thank you nice, so much. Nice. So Congratulations. Much. He's for my to bachelor party. I'm married to the money. Married to the game. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, dude. I'm going to Chicago and I'm going week two. Oh, I thought I got he was gonna say Raiders. All my boys. I may, dude. I I just bought a bunch of of tickets for Soldier Field for for Bengals at Chicago Week Two. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm praying that they haven't benched Andy yet, and Woo! that I can watch an Andy verse. Burn. You know, what if, I mean? you're, if you're a, if you're an OG or if you said you've been lurking on us for a while, if you watched us in the Andy Dalton days of Orange Is the New Black podcast, you will know that is a fire game right there because nobody talked probably as ruthless as we did about Andy Dalton. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I mean, I got my all my my jersey collection sitting next to me. I repped an Andy in Chicago I, for I years. Still got my, I might I might wear my Dalton. I'm gonna wear my Dalton. When we kick his ass week two. <laughs> Dude, here's a good one. Here's a good one for you. I was in Chicago. I lived in Chicago for years. That's where I got cast at SNL and, and then moved to New York. But I was living in Chicago and I was walking to the Bengal bar. Snow on the ground. I got my earbuds in. I'm walking down the road. I hear somebody drive up beside me and yell something at me. And that's not rare sometimes people in chicago will yell some wild shit and i remember just like taking my earbuds off and be like my my headphones off and be like fuck you man whatever he said and then as he was driving away i realized i was wearing my bengal stuff and he had just said who day oh and i was like oh man i just flipped them off and told them to fuck off you know what makes me so mad you ever see somebody with bengals gear on and you yell who day and they look at you like what you oh, ever had that? Y'all never had that's that happen Reds to you? hats all the time, dude. Every that's time never I happened see to somebody you, with a Reds hat. Reds hat. Nah, it hasn't, it hasn't happened to me, happens to me, like, I've had a Squillers every... fan. It was like, and I, that I happens to me a lot. Really? He pulled up, like, after we lost to them on, like, a nail biter, and he was like, we day, and then drove off. I was like. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, I'll be at the gym, anything, like, anywhere I go, if I see somebody with a Bengals thing, I'll say, who they, and they'll be like, what, what is that? And I'll be like, what? I think yeah. people just, I have a theory that people just give away Bengals, like, apparel, 
And then people just put it on. And then when I'm yelling out who they, they're like, uh, I don't know what that is. I just like black and orange. See, what you just <laughs> described, I run into triple digit of times with the Cincinnati Reds hats. Because people will just wear the Reds oh, yeah. hat. Bro, just because like, they like what it looks like. You've you seen yeah, the yeah, hat yeah. I'm talking about, I think. It's so hard. It's the standard. No, I'm about to show you. red with the basic. But then the B, but I feel like Bengals, the orange and black, it's a harder thing to match. Like it's it's a harder color scheme. So usually when I see somebody with Bengals shit on and I hoodie them, I, I receive a hoodie in return. Nandin yeah. said, Nandin said, hey, appreciate that, Nandin, for the super chat too. Hey, uh, hey, Luke, when do you think the Bengals will win the Super Bowl? Hey. The Bengals will win the Super Bowl. <laughs> anytime, anytime somebody starts up a sentence, is, hey. <laughs> you're, you're setting me up. I mean, for me, my Super Bowl is a single playoff win in my lifetime. Like, my, that's my bar for, like, when I'm popping champagne and shit, guys. Like, it's just we, – we, I, I do think Joe – can, is the type of quarterback I that can be win young, a Super Bowl? Bro. I want to be young though when I when they win the Super Bowl. I agree. I agree. I don't like. Want don't you want to turn up? Like you talk about your guys in Chicago. Like don't you want to mob up with the guys and really, really turn up? Like I don't want to be old yes. as hell trying to be like, oh yeah, back when I was thirty or something. Yo, you should have seen me. I would have been, you know. Like I want to really get it in. Like I'm gonna get you drunk. I'm- I'm with you. I'm trying to not have gray pubes when the when they hoist the champion when the, <laughs> the the freaking the trophy, man. I think Joe will take us to the promised land. I do think. I think though it's low key. Everyone loves, especially Twitter, loves talking about our O line and loves shitting on our O line. And you know, I think we definitely tried to fix it, and I'm thinking mm-hmm. it'll be better. But nobody talks about how bad our defense was too. Like that we were last in sacks. Where it's like, hey, if our defense can be even. Slightly below average. If we can come in twentieth in you know, right in sacks this year, that's a game changer, man. And you know, Jesse Bates is only getting better. Like we're only get. You know what would be great if we had a linebacker that anybody else in any a fan of any other team knew the name of any of our linebackers. (laughs) You know what I mean? I see somebody post a uh, LB one. Um, golly. I mean, yeah, I was I'm trying just, to think I'm, want... of, 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 um, God, what's his name? Why did my mind? Yeah, about... Logan, Wilson. Logan Wilson. Why did my mind exactly. just go blank? Like somebody said LB1. I was like, whoa, like you're pushing it. But like, like out here in the world, I don't think anybody knows our linebacker core. That is a very good point. No, that's a great point. Zim, you didn't. Nope. You didn't. <laughs> just now, I just like, <laughs> I was about to yell out, Owen Wilson. Um, who is the most valuable? <laughs> Gary Owen, who is the most valuable player outside of Burrow? Play Dry Burrow says. Oh shit! I saw someone was making a knowledge pun, so I was trying to read that. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah, I got that one back. I got you. That was a good Uh, one. MVP outside of Burrow is is Jesse Bates for sure. He's the I think he's the only other person that you could argue is one of the best players at his position in in the NFL. I think you got to give. Jesse Bates, his respect that on a defense that has not been very good, you know, you got to give him some love. You got to give him some respect. He's definitely the MVP of the defense. Facts. Do you think Jamar well, and T will be better than? No, Ocho no, go. Oh yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Yep. Drop some knowledge. I do. <laughs> I do. I mean, Ocho. People don't. Ooh. People sleep on how. I mean, not Bengals fans, but fans of the NFL. O- Ocho had a very hot. Very hot prime. You know what I mean? There was like hot. a four-year. He was insane, dude. So if if Jamar I would say Chase, six, six years was like I, you're insane. right. AJ Green had four elite like uh, seasons yeah. and and then a bunch of good ones. But Ocho had like six like where you say he was top three. Like no, without he a led doubt, the AFC in receiving three years. You might row. say it's top one if he you know had he had he gone to you know a Super Bowl or something like that. But you know. I, I think I think Jamar and T, you know, I think what's actually really exciting about our our wide receiver core right now is that we have we got T B locked up mm-hmm. under contract for another couple years. Yeah, T Higgins and Jamar are on their rookie deal. A lot then these guys are gonna be number ones on other teams. So we got these three guys right now for the next four you- years, three years. Let's let's go. 
Let's go. This year, this year, and you kind of put this in my head a little bit, so I want to thank you for that. This year is going to be fun, right? Like last year, last year was the Browns fun year. And then this is to me, like if you're a Browns fan, this would be their year where they have to strike and go all the way. Cause after that, they got to pay, make pay Baker after that. Right. Yeah. We're in the same boat. This is our fun year. 2022 is like our special year. Remember that somebody record that and send that to me. I think though, one thing that is big this year that we haven't really talked about, which is like, I'm rooting for Zach Taylor so much. Every interview that guy has, I'm like, this guy, he just seems like a good man. You know what I mean? Like, he just seems like a good dude. And I'm really rooting for him. But at the same time, there's times where I, like, have to smack myself and be like, all right, I'm a Cincinnati Bengals fan. Would he still be here in any other city? Would winning six games in two years, would he have already been fired? I don't think that that's the wrong decision. But um, I, I have to remind myself, like, this year is the hey, year that we what, no longer make excuses, you know? Answer, for, answer, answer that question for Luke, because I think you – like, I have a take on that, too, is really who quick. Who lead the Bengals' defense and interceptions? No, no, I'm saying answer. Right. Do you think that Do you right. think that Zach would have been here, like, on another team, like, right now? Uh, like, would, would, he, would he still be around? Nah. I mean, we saw what happened with the Arizona Cardinals. That guy got one year. Um, they switched him out with Cliff Kingsbury – Right after that, but I, I think like the Bengals are somewhat be a different. negative thing too. Right. We're, we're the other swing of the pendulum, right. though. Like you we're Marvin Lewis gotta... for sixteen years, you know. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I think, I think but because the, of the that Oilers, situation, they don't have any. Coaches. I think the Steelers too. They're kind of organizations that stick by by coaches. But I think anywhere else, whether it's like an up and coming team, especially when you got a guy like Joe Burrow, they probably would have would have pulled the plug after last year, especially with him getting hurt. You know, you know, he was the guy that essentially put the staff together. Um, you know, he wasn't the direct guy, but obviously he he hired Jim Turner. Jim Turner was the one that started the lineman that we had, and then that's who got Joe Burrow injured. So I think it, if it was another team, I think they'd fire – they probably would have fired him in the right the, situation. The only reason why – wins? How many wins has he got to get? But, 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 that, but that's the part where I'm going to play devil's advocate, and it's a little bit okay. tricky for Zach in this regard. You can't okay. discount the fact that they flat out tank year one. So it's hard to yep. say, oh, how many wins did he? I thought about this in a car ride over. That's what's so crazy that you're bringing it up right now. I thought I, I'll say as, as hard as I am on Zach Taylor, and I don't think he's the greatest coach of all time. As hard as I am, I think it'd be like not smart or it would be very unfair for me not to account for the fact that they did tank. So of course he's not gonna have the wins from th- from that from two years ago. Then last year, dealing what they dealt with and Joe going down, and I think You're around right. around that four game stretch that they had where they were absolutely on fire. And I never met a Bengals fan that met said anything bad about the offensive line for a four game stretch. Thought that we were going to go to playoffs, all these different things because we were like approaching about. And then he goes down, gets hurt. Team did not just totally give up on him. They still play right. hard, and they still manage to have that amazing game against the Squillers, right? I yep. think if – and then – and this is the last part that I'm going to say. I, I'm, I'm a little long-winded. Is that yeah. if I'm a higher I'm coach here for like all that – I'm here for all of it. If I'm a higher <laughs> coach, right, I'm going to come into it, I'm going to give him a handshake, and I'm going to look him dead in his eye, and I'm going to say, look, for three years or four years – this is I'm gonna stick with you and I'm gonna give you a legit shot to get all of your people in. If yep, the only way I will, and I'll tell him this to his face, the only way I will deviate from that is if that everybody just totally turns on you and you just directly go against the grain against the plan. And Zach Taylor, to your point, is a really good guy, and I think he's honest in that regard where he wouldn't lie to uh you know Mike Brown or something like that. And I think he holds up his end of the bargain. But with that being said, this year is, you know, it's make or break. It is what it is. This this year is big, but you hit it. You hit the nail on the head when you were like, dude, after that Joe Burrow injury, the fact that these guys, that he didn't lose the locker room and that they didn't give up on him and that we rattled off some more useless wins to knock us down some more, you know. Uh, but the thing is, I'm, I'm thankful for one, Dude, that 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 Monday night win, that gave me as a That was big for a lot of fans. That was big. That was huge. And then it was weird because the following like week where we beat 
the Texans with Brandon Everyone Allen. Was like, I, no. was, <laughs> I was like back to being mad that we were winning. I'm like, I'm like, all right, let's win one. Let's beat the Steelers and then let's lose out because this is fast. Isn't it crazy how everything works though? Cause at the time we were all like kind of about to go back in the tank mode. Remember that ace? But then think about it. Like I got my guy, you know, Jamar, you know, like, I don't know if you watch the show. I'm a big Jamar chase guy. I watched, but, I watched the Civil War, you guys. I watched it. Okay. So I'm a huge DeMar, but it's crazy. At the time, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm like, eh, we shouldn't lose some more games. But then the draft board started to pan itself. I'm like, shoot, it's all quarterbacks going right here. So, you know, like those games that you're calling useless, which was very funny, um, I think they might have some 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 leeway going into the season. Let's answer one more yeah. question before we get about it. Have here. you ever met Cat Williams? I want to that too. That is the best question of the <laughs> night. Thank you for asking that. The most randomest comedian that we could think of. That and I he's really from love. Cincinnati. He's, he's from, from Cincinnati. Cincinnati. He's from Avondale. Okay. He's from Actually. Avondale. Yeah. Is he he's a from Avondale? I don't know. He's definitely okay. never been vocal about it. If he has is. he ever and watched I've football? Never met Cat. <laughs> Exactly. He's probably been a football. Um, it's like pimping, no, I mean, football on the side. Yeah, no, ne- never met Cat. Never had the the pleasure of meeting Cat, but I would love to. I mean, that dude's insane. Anybody who's gotten cornered in a bathroom by Debo, dude. I mean, you got to give him respect. <laughs> Facts. One last um, one before you get out of here. We one more last, everyone. Let's know it. Hey, come on. Your top five Bengals players of all time. We need them, bro. I'm rattling it off. I'm going with it. You, I mean, pick apart my list if you will, but I'm trying to go off the dome. My favorite Bengals players in no particular order. I'm not ranking them. These are just my top five in a group. Man, give it throw. to us. Stop being scared. Give it to us. Yeah, it's got to be top five, bro. Be scared that we're going to be like, right, this right. list is trash. No, no, no. <laughs> I think, all right, if I'm going to go number five. I'm going to go big wit. Okay. Andrew Whitworth, you got to put respect on as far as be- players that I've seen play. Number four is going to be my one that I feel like people don't pick him, don't give him respect, but he's one of my favorite Bengals ever, and that's Reggie Nelson. I think Reggie Ooh. Nelson was one of my absolute favorite Bengals players of all time. I love that dude. His 2015 led the league in, in interceptions, I love, and I love the all the way down to his butt. Hair, I love the guy. I love him. one of Ben's favorite um, receivers, dude. Ben lo- Ben threw it to him more times than Le'Veon Bell that year. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna throw out. I think I gotta throw out Gino. Gino, I got a Gino jersey that I got blood all over when I was an away fan in in Buffalo. Story for another time. Wow, love Gino. He's a bowling ball, and he's unlike anyone that I you know. Uh, maybe Aaron Donald is the only person that I've seen that even plays anything like he plays. Whereas Gino in his prime, dude, I love him. And I hope we still manage. He hasn't landed anywhere. I hope we manage to get him back on, on a cheapy deal. There's a chance. I won't hold my breath, but I love that guy. He'll be in the ring of honor someday. One of my favorite Bengals of all time. It's a crowded room. I'm going to tell you that. It's a crowded room. Crowded then, defensive line room. Dude, it's hard to not go Top two, AJ Green and, and Ocho Cinco, dude. You yes, can't. Sir. You can't. I'm not, I'm not, not mad at it. that list. That's a, I'm not that's, mad at that list at all. The, the Nelson one is is a is a crazy or unorthodox pick, but I could tell, like you know, it's, it's straight from the heart. And Nelson it, was good though, bro. And like, you know, and, so and I think that's a generational thing. I think somebody uh, older would probably say Fulcher. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like they're you know like one and the same, like in that regards, as far as like how valuable they are to you know, you as a Bengal fan for sure. And I'm going to, I'm just going to throw some honorable mentions out there as far as like guys. I love that. Didn't, didn't hit my top five. Pecco. Gotta love Pecco. <laughs> one, one of the all time greats. Big uh, Pecco. Getting my belly dance after his sacks. Dude. I love Pecco. I do that every day in the shower. Dude. Weird honorable mention for, for baby Hawk, for Andrew Hawkins. Ooh, uh, baby Hawk was fire. Baby, Baby Hawk is one of those guys you just got to root for. Every time he gets the ball, you just love it. Um, uh, Pac-Man, dude. Give it up for Pac-Man and Leon Hall. Pac-Man okay. and Leon Hall. Speaking, um, of, speaking of Pac-Man and Leon Hall, today Jonathan Joseph retired. So you know um, who did that to him? Shout out to we hey, did Joe. that to him. <laughs> and then that Titans game. That's how Jonathan <laughs> Joseph was on his way out the league. But, you know, shout out to J.J. 
Hey, you know what? Leon Hall probably had a better Bengal career. I'm seeing, I'm reading the comments. Then, then Reggie Nelson, you're probably right about that. But Reggie Nelson, I just loved him, dude. He was so yeah. nasty, and he Reggie made so many fire. clutch picks, man. He, he like Reggie there goes Nelson, and there yeah. goes Joe. There goes Joe. I told you Joe was gonna come with the burner. Cedric Oboy, he oh, Bobby Hart, Achilles Smith, Gus Farrar, and Antonio Bryant. Joe came in. So, everybody, Joe Burrow's in the room now. Here he is. There's his other burner. Luke, you've been really, really good with your time. Tell people one, one more time where they can find you. What are you working on? What cities are you pulling up at? For sure. I'm going to, you know, stuff's opening back up. I'm getting back on the road doing stand up again. Uh, hit me up on Instagram. If y'all don't follow me, hit me up on there. I'm just my name, Luke Null, I think. I think it might be have an underscore. I pop up if you search my name. We got easy. an underscore on um, Instagram. Yeah, I got an underscore. Uh, and then uh, if you uh, are, have anything that like like a Spotify or anything, I got a stand up album on there. Uh, again, search my name. It's on there. It's called Guitar Comic. Yes, I sir. do stand up with my guitar. So all their stand up comedians love and respect me. Um, but yeah, if you're trying to hear some songs about my butt and wiener, hit it up. There's a bunch of good stuff in there. Yeah. Make a song about Harry Nuts. I got a Harry Nuts gang, and it's a whole thing for Bengals fan, uh, fans, and I think that would be a great song. Zim, you mean write another song about Harry Nuts because I've got <laughs> six or seven already. Exactly. What? Exactly. He's, drop, he's dropping, he's dropping the, the, the headphones. It's true. What? I got a lot of Nuts songs. That's another story for another day that Chris Are they Chris Red Are they Harry? Hard. Yes, too hairy. Harry nuts gang. You don't even know there's balls underneath there because of the <laughs> amount of hair. They're obscured oh my God. by a ball fro. This guy oh, tried to use yeah. a manscape and it got stuck. Exactly. Separating hey, the men from the boys tonight. If you bring me on the pod, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta put my stamp on it and really talk about my ball fro. Yeah, right. That's hey. Listen, I welcome that. I feel like if you don't have enough hair on your nuts, you'll never do anything special in life. Ace, please tell everybody how we close out every single show. Uh, make sure that you guys follow the podcast. Uh, obviously, subscribe to me and Zim on YouTube. Also follow us on Twitter. I'm at New Stripe City. He's at Zim Hude. Um, also be sure to follow the Cincy Jungle Podcast wherever you guys listen to your podcasts at. Make sure you also stop by Midwest Best Barbecue. Be sure to hit up some of those brisket fries, some of those G-Funk wings. They also have ice cream as well. Um, so definitely be sure to check them out. And of course, we'll end this with a yes, Sirski. Hello, world. What separated your deep ball from everybody else? My deep ball, it has a little secret sauce to it, man. <laughs> uh, never get too high, never get too low, but just keep moving. The, the whole story is Carlos never beat me 